Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I'm Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. Okay, so if you hear some background noise, yeah. Cousin Joanne has a lot going on today. Because this has been a very special week. Yeah. It was the launch of your book. It was rap a pum pum from a book week. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she did that? Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. I love amazing. that. So we're going to be going live. Yes. Is it on HarperCollins Facebook page? No, it's actually on my Facebook page. Oh, so nice. if you go to Joy, it, well, those of you, it's going to, by over the time by you now. read this, yeah. it's over. So don't be going over there and be like, where are you at? Right. Um, so my page, Joy Read Official on Facebook, we're going to go live. I have, I have a certain amount of time. It'll be 30 minutes. To sign, to sign 60, 60 books. books. Can you do it? 60 books. You need Can to do, do some it? hand exercises. I know. I'm already doing because my hands are stiff because I'm actually getting a cold. And I feel really chilly. It's actually chilly in here. You're and getting the a hair cold, and makeup see? room. But the hair and makeup room was freezing. So always. I was already cold. Always. This so, is why I always have a cape on yes, inside this building. Because it's always cold. It's really cold. Now, when you sign books, this is your third book, do you sign your actual signature, like the same signature that you sign contracts with? Or is it just like a kind of made up kind of signature? I only sign my first name. I just sign Joy. I oh, don't nice. sign my full name. Good. Because you're right. You don't want to put your real signature you on do books. Not. not that anybody would do anything with it, but you just but generally that, please, a bad idea. There's someone who might. Who might, right. So yeah. so what I do is I sign just Joy. And then so the books that we're doing now are all personalized, but I always just put Joy. Yeah. And then these particular sixty books. There's a, a company that you can actually get them from. Yeah. And there's a way that if you get one of them, you can actually get me to call you. But they will be gone by the time people listen to this By the podcast. time they listen to this, it's going to be too late. <laughs> and then people, and then I'll call the people um, who, the it's like a, it's a random way that they're going to figure out who gets a phone call. Okay. Yeah. But I love that. So throughout the podcast today, you may be hearing some background noise. Yes. Um, but just, you know, listen, it's a, it, we're just working. Slide. We're just yeah. doing what we do. Because yeah. uh, yeah. there's a photographer in here. There's an extra microphone to ca- catch our audio once we go live yes. uh, in about uh, T minus 30 minutes. Yes. So um, that'll be interesting. And we're hoping that the books are here. We're hoping the books are here. And so in the pre- building. And so big up to Premier Collectibles, who are, who are the people doing, you know, running this whole show in HarperCollins. Nice. They work Ooh. with HarperCollins, William Morrow Imprint, which is my publisher. And so Premier Collectibles actually has the book. So if you are listening to this podcast and you didn't get to hear the live, in case we don't run out of books, yeah. if people don't buy them all, you can still get one of the autographed books at Premier Collectibles. Uh, and it's premiercollectibles.com slash read. But spell it right. R-E-I-D like me and Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. us, like us. Okay, so let's get to winding down. Please. Um, we are drinking today from one of our favorites, the McBride Sisters. We love them. Black Girl Magic, their red blend. How do we uh, get them to invite us to come to their vineyard in California? We have to do this. We should like do a podcast should. from there. We should. Okay. A thousand percent. That needs Need to, to happen. Need to make it happen. That's gonna, <laughs> that is going to happen. So, okay, so let's wind down. And I basically want your wind down to be your book release. <laughs> I do, but tell us what we're drinking first. I did. It's actually tasty. I said the McBride Sisters Black Girl Magic Red Blend. Black Girl Magic Red Blend, and that's a great I name I said for all it. of those you things. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the Black Girl Magic Red Blend, that, that one came from She the People. So the She the People people oh. actually sent us that. Did they? Yeah, so the McBride sisters were actually, I get, they must have been the official wine of She the People. Nice. So when I went down there and did that, then afterwards I got a whole case of wine, Ooh. which is a pretty amazing. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Well, so, uh, so basically the book has been a labor of love and agony and torture. How um, did you feel when you woke up on Tuesday morning, which is the day this week that it was 
Yeah. You gave birth to this. So they gave the, you gave birth. birth. The day of birth. I was very nervous because, you know, when you write a book, you don't know how it's going to do well. Like, you may write a book and everybody's like, eh, I don't care, right? So I woke up because I knew we had to do the whole book launch week. Monday night, Lawrence O'Donnell, my dear friend who I love, who wrote the um, best blurb, he and Michael Tomaski wrote blurbs for the book. So he had me on his show Monday night. So I could kind of get myself in gear for yeah. the whole book launch thing. So I was on Lawrence's show Monday night. So I was kind of ready. Woke up Tuesday morning, and it was literally, I had to go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Yeah. And any kind of day like that happens, I get nervous just because I'm like, anything could go wrong. And just something about having a long day full of things makes me nervous. Yeah. But we ended up having the best time. It ended up being the best day ever. Allison, who come, who's from the book publisher, went with me, and we just went from... Um, we went from podcasts to radio interviews. We we talked with Dan Rather, which was amazing. We talked wow. to our friend Clay Kane. Yeah, had yeah. me on. Zerlina Maxwell had me on her show. Nice. Um, we had Dean Obadala twice. We went on his show as well as his podcast for the Nation. Uh, I was on with Ali Velshi, who I'm obsessed with. I mean, I I, I told his wife that I'm yeah. obsessed with Ali Velshi. <laughs> he's so okay smart. Yeah, no, he's so brilliant. So we had, we were on his show. We just went from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing and ended up on Chris Hayes' show. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we started the morning <laughs> with the Tom Joyner Morning Show. Oh, were you on Joyner? We were on Joyner with a lady called Jackie Reed, which is uh, inside her store. <laughs> See, my, my brain isn't working because I, oh, I I forgot that. You know what's so funny? Forget family. No, because here's the funny thing about it is. You know when I was supposed to originally do Joiner Today. Oh, that's right. So in my brain, that I've been so memorizing funny. my calendar. So it's true. I'm like, I already did it. My brain works so poorly that I forgot. I already did this. It was on my calendar for today. But yes, Jackie Reed, my lovely cousin, had me on first thing in the morning. And it was actually fun. It was so much. It I love talking with you guys. Yeah. Tom and Sybil and Jackie Reed. Yeah. And um, the fourth person who was on the show was somebody um, I hadn't talked it, to before. It was Wendy Raquel Robinson. Love her. Yes, the She's actress. She's very cool. Wendy Raquel Robinson was the other person that was on the show. So, yeah, we the Tom Joyner Morning Show kicked the day off, and then we went all the way through the day. Nice. And by the time we got to the end of the day, Miss Jackie Reed, we went from 115. We started off the day at 115 in the rankings on Amazon.com. Uh-huh. By the time we got to Ali Velshi, we were at 44. Nice. And by the time we ended the day, we were at 15. I was four down from Michelle Obama. Wow. So I screenshotted the, uh, I just that's wanted. That's what you sent to. Christmas. That's what I sent yeah. you guys. Oh, this wow. ranking that shows Michelle Obama and my book in the same screenshot. Goals. I think I can retire now. I you retire. Can. I you officially can. retire. Turn the mic off and leave. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your wind down, lady, because yes, we're going to live sign some books later, but. I want to just talk with you about your wind down. What's I'm going excited on about with that. our pimp cups? I know. Uh, hey, clink, 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 pimp cup. Cheers, boo. Um, you know, I'm leaving to go on vacation boo. on Saturday boo. for a week. Whatever. And you know me and packing. I don't know why. I, I just don't you know. You pack? No, I've started. Okay. Now I've started. To my credit, yes, I did start. Okay. I think I've. Shop for just about everything that I need. Right. There's some pieces that I have that I don't have, like a top to go with those okay. pants yeah, or the yeah, right yeah. bra to go with that dress yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I can have all my bathing suits and cover-ups. Okay. I don't have sunscreen yet. But there is a, a corner of my bedroom that just has my largest suitcase. And when I say clothes are piled up past the imagine. top of the thing. And now, I, I imagine you traveling with a valise that's as tall as you. <laughs> And that you open it up and like, it's like 800 outfits. Like coming to America, right? <laughs> dun, 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 Whatever dun, you dun. like. <laughs> I just imagine that's how you travel. Is that how you travel? No. Like you check your bag. I do check. Because you have a huge bag. I check my bags. Bags. I always Are you travel the one? with three bags. So do you have a stack? You know, like in like Mrs. Howell would travel. <laughs> like when she, you know, when they got sub, when they got submarine on the island, suspended, you know, lost yes. on the island. Mrs. Howell on had Gilligan's stacked island, suitcases. Right. 
like you look at is that you? Not I don't have that many. Okay. But I do have one really large bag. Right. And then I have the medium sized bag <laughs> that fits, you know, can fit yeah. inside the large bag sure. when it's empty. Yeah. And then I have the smaller carry-on. Yeah. So everything's full. And then I have a huge purse. Like not a regular purse, but, but like a, giant a huge purse. A giant purse. Yes. I can imagine that's how I picture you traveling with like big goggles, sunglasses, yes. and a hat. Yep. And that, that this is the Jackie Reed I picture in the airport. I have and an I'm right. Outfit picked out for the plane. Oh my I have god. Cute, I have this You don't cute, wear sweats on the plane? I have this cute <laughs> wow. jumpsuit okay. that's like jogger pants at the bottom, but okay. it's a one-piece jumpsuit that has like the sleeves are cut real, like it comes up near your neck. Wait, I'm sorry. And it has a little hoodie on it. I object. You're going to wear a jumpsuit on a plane? How are you going to pee? You have to take your whole t- your whole clothes down to pee. Well, it's not like I have a a, 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 a microphone on and got to take. No, you but just I'm just saying it's too and much pee. work. It's no, too it's much. not. You just unzip it and pee. You got to drop the whole thing down. It's well, I have a bra. It's like well, my boobs are going to fall go out. out. <laughs> What's going to happen? You also got to get naked to pee. No, I'll, you know, and I'll be in there alone. By yourself. It's true. Technically, <laughs> so, you will be by yourself. It's okay. It's easier. It's just like a onesie. It's a onesie. It's a onesie, basically. It's a onesie. Well, that's fun. Yes. Now, do you are you a watch the movie or read a book person on the on the plane? I'm a sleep on the sleep, plane. You can sleep on planes. Yes, that's some of the best sleep because I'm a nervous God. flyer. Yeah, I am. So too. I don't want to. Th- I don't want to know. I just want to get there. Yeah, I hate so turbulence. nothing really distracts me. Well, yeah. I'm always like opening up the window, looking like my worst moment in any flight, whether it's a long flight or the short flight. Is, yeah. And I don't know why airlines do this. Is this announcement of, hello, ladies and gentlemen, we're now at 35,000 feet. I don't want to know that. No, no, I don't want to know. No. I want to think we're cruising yes. right along the yes. ground, just yes. like 100%. hovering over the street. That's correct. All the way to it's wherever true. we're going. And the turbulence thing, I don't know how you handle it, but I'm not, I'm not I'm a good not flyer good. either. No. I'm terrible. I get very nervous. And it's funny. I don't know if you have rituals when you fly, but I have rituals. Oh, like, I do too. What I do you have, do? Well, so my rituals are... I get on the plane, I text all of the kids and Jason oh. to say, love you guys, yeah. Just uh, I'm on my flight. I always text it because I always, in my mind, I do think, uh, this is a horrible thing to think, but I think about 9-11, yeah. and I think those people pr- probably were scrambling to try to send a last text or right. send a fo- do a phone. I don't ever want to be scrambling in an, a dangerous situation to send a text. So I send my I love you text before we pick up so that at right. least that text is sent. And that's the and last I have to thing do it. that they would see. Yeah, and the panic thing I have is when my phone won't work or I can't get Wi-Fi to get that text out. Oh. And I will literally, the whole flight I'll be nervous if I don't send the text because it's like my ritual. I have yeah, to do it. Yeah. And then the other rituals, I drink. Uh, yeah. The whole flight. There's a lot of drinking. Uh-huh. Well, before I go to sleep, which helps with the sleeping. Mm-hmm. But I say the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just ask you know, Jesus to be on the flight with me. I make a little room in my seat, scooch yes. on in here with me and ride with me and protect everybody on the plane. Yeah, traveling and mercies. It. But I tell you, when there is major turbulence, when I say you will hear me singing Negro spirituals <laughs> out loud, I'm like, I don't Amazing care. Mm-hmm. Grace. <laughs> They'll be like, who is that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to pray our way through. Let's all join hands, y'all. <laughs> And I know <laughs> you are just me. me. I say, got to do the Mahalo Jackson. Because I'm happy. Boom, 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 boom. Let's piano. And I, I sing because I'm free. They don't come here for this. They, so no, they don't. <laughs> and I know he. Um, you had to do like an old. Like, that's the old Negro spiritual version. He watches. <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus. And I there know you <laughs> he watches me. me. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> you got to wrap it up with that. Mm. And everybody all the play is like, oh, my God. Oh no. God, if I'm not nervous enough, shut up. <laughs> Don't make these last moments torture. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have ruin in the end. Quiet, <laughs> please. Let me die in peace. No, but I'm excited. It's been a crazy week. When I get, when I land, I'm just going straight for the bar. Yeah. Um, and, and you know when the worst things the is if you have the if you have the window shut, and then when you hear you feel bump when you land when you're not really ready for it. I don't. And you just care. hear. I don't care how we land. Do you clap? As See, long as we land. I don't clap because that's clap. just corny, even though I'm grateful. I'm yeah. clapping on the inside. But you have to. So there's certain countries we clap. When we went to South Africa, it's a tradition. Everyone claps. And mm. if you go to the Caribbean, especially if you go to Jamaica, they all break out in applause. At I the bet. End. Everybody claps. <laughs> <laughs> we land. We get there alive. We will clap, man. <laughs> we will applaud, man. We play a lot. <laughs> Look out the window. Look out the window. Be there. Over there. Yes, man. Yes, I. Rastafari. We are land, man. We are land, man. Make me clap, man. Make me have a clap, man. Let me think about it. Let me have a clap, man. Because the pilot, they get me there safe, man. The pilot, they work hard, man. They work hard. They fly the plane. They land me safe. I got clap, man. Yes, man. Yes, I. You're rude. You don't clap. You don't feel like you should applaud. You don't feel like you should applaud. The man work hard, but the man get him degree. The man work hard. But you learn to fly the plane. You have a clap, man. You have a clap for him. You have a clap for him, man. Yes. Yes, I. You know, with who the clapping, man? You clap for him, man. The man work hard. Are these the flight attendants? <laughs> you want your drink? You better clap, man. You better clap you want your drink. Get from me, please. Pick up your things and get off of me, please. Oh you never God. clap for me. <laughs> Pilot deserve Becca, man. <laughs> Pilot deserve Becca, man. Oh, my God. You're rude. Becca. too rude. <laughs> Secondly, you see it and clap, man. <laughs> clap before you get off the plane. Can't get off. <laughs> you get off the plane. Get off the plane. You never clap for the man. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And get him education. I'm going to go for college. Got the license. <laughs> Got a license for flying. I'm look official, man. Straight official, man. I'm look good. Look goody. Last week, he's dusting my crops. This week, <laughs> he's commercial airline. Man. Yes. Oh, Applaud. All right, let's oh move on. Oh, my God. <laughs> my godmother is disowning me. That Even as was we speak. priceless. Oh, Even as we speak. We had a long week. We had a girl. Let's drink. <laughs> drink. Clink. Girl. Clinkety oh, clink. my God. Okay, so joining us in the studio, because um, this has been a crazy, it's been a good week. Joanne had her yeah. book release, but Sunday night... BET had its annual award show, yes. and we have lots to say about it. And who better? Who better? Than our play cousin, the faux Reed, the other Reed. Yes. Whose last name is Witherspoon, but also Reed. Yeah, Witherspoon <laughs> hyphen Reed. Chris Witherspoon Reed is here. Is here to, to, to help us break it all down. Yeah, now what's a guan? What's a guan, man? <laughs> we miss you when you're not here, man. I'm here now. That was everything, wasn't it? Listen, oh, my I... God. 
peed myself. I did. I think I'm I, I ain't gonna even lie. I'm not even gonna lie. We'll tink, clean tink. you up, man. We'll yeah. clean you up. It's all right. Tink, tink, <laughs> And I'm here for the album, okay? Joy or, or the Reeds, the Reeds Christmas album. The Reeds, yeah, yes. all the gospel, joyful, yes, play ride, gospel here renditions, here. remakes. I'm here for it, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, Ooh. did you um, do you always watch the BET Awards? So I took like a break yeah. one year, but it was just I don't even know why. I don't even. I was just going through. I was like, in, in my feelings, but I gotta tell you, I came back, mm-hmm. and I was I was pleasantly surprised. I right. really enjoyed from the host. And the opening of the show, Regina Hall, to me, set the perfect tone. Slayed. And just, like, the maturity she brought to it. And also, I feel like sometimes the men get out there and they come across this, like, chauvinist. Mm. She came across in this perfect era of, of inclusion as being very humble and very appreciative of the moment and taking it seriously. And even the homage to Beyonce um, and that whole documentary thing that she did was hilarious. And the nod to D.C. And the nod to D.C. EU. Which was also a moment for the audience to be educated on what's actually happening in this country and yeah. gentrification happening in D.C. I love that. And Taraji P. Henson yes, came out, out there, there looking amazing. It. Yes, no. It was good. It was good. But I, uh, the star of the night to me because Mary J. Blige Say was it. bigger. Well, she was bigger than like uh, a performance. Mary J. Blige was like a moment in history. But yeah. Lizzo, she performer levitated. of the night, Lizzo, I think had. You her, think that was this moment? That's. I think that no. I think that Mary's moment was like so much bigger. Okay, it was yeah. so much bigger than any like little performance. But Lizzo had like that Star Is Born moment where everyone is talking about Lizzo coming yeah. out there. You know, she took the DNA test and she 100 percent that beat. Yeah, okay, I officially. love her. Wait, so so you know who Lizzo is? I, 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 she's the one who played the flute, right? Yes. yes. So, and Rihanna stood up and gave her a standing ovation. I've only seen clips her. of it. I have to say, I was working. I was coming okay. on the way okay. home, and my best friend is texting me, are you watching the BET Awards? And another friend of mine is texting me, are you watching the TV? I'm getting all these texts, and I'm like, I'm not home. So I got home just before Mary J started performing. Uh, I saw that. Amazing. But then I kept turning back and forth because I was trying to watch a couple things at the same time. But all I've now heard about are the Lizzo performance that I, I, I have a DVR. Okay. So oh, you what you're saying it. that what I need to speed through is, D, and I did see the tribute to Nipsey Hussle. Oh, yeah. Which was very, end, very which sweet. Which was very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, but I think Lizzo was like the big moment. There that's were a lot of hip hop artists out there that I didn't know a lot about. There like were that, a, a that's lot when I kept turning. Turning. I went to the bathroom on those ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like Offset and Cardi B. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Offset has like a, a, a former career as like a dancer. He's like what? known to be a dancer. The moves were yes. like amazing. Yeah. Offset was like yeah. going from like, you know, uh, rapper, hip hop, gangster thug to like right. actually popping and dancing with these dancers. Like oh. serious dancers, and everybody was talking about was it on talking social about media. That, yes. Yeah. Because like, they were like, wait a minute, where did these moves come from? You know what I really liked, y'all? was the commercials. Like, I normally don't like commercials. I love that BET, this is such a big event in black culture, that these brands that we don't normally know to necessarily care about us, they come, these commercials were high-end, and they were really trying to celebrate black culture in a way that I felt was respectful, you yeah. know? And it, it, it wasn't like Super Bowl where they're trying to suddenly get the black consumer. I feel like these, these folks that created these commercials actually might even be black folks that work for these big brands. And I was mm. really impressed by that. Also, I love Tyler Perry at the end. I was just going to ask that you if that, because I thought that everything. speech was so inspiring. Listen, it was so inspiring. And then hearing him talk about, because I feel like I, at the Griot Joy, I was yes. constantly defending Tyler Perry. I remember when that. When they didn't want to cover certain films, I always yep. talked about how important it was because Tyler Perry was out here making movies yeah. 15 years ago. And I remember there was a moment when we were at the Griot, there used to be a, you can only be either a Spike Lee or a Tyler Perry yes. person. Yes. And they pitted them against 
each and other. pitted them against each yeah. other. And people would have to defend Chris to his credit. Always. Would defend Tyler because number one, he's hiring black actors yep. yeah. and putting and black people to work and, and writers. Producers. And I always saw what he said he was doing was making a table. Instead of fighting for a seat at the yes. table for the Academy, Make let's just create our table. own table. And yeah. it might not be as highbrow. It might not be what critics get, but our consumers, our people, yeah. love it. a lot of people go on and see it. Not every black person, but th- there are a lot of black people that oh, have made lot. him very, very oh, rich. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And he a talked lot. about that in that speech, which and was so And that Confederate, so the, the whole part about the Confederate base that he built his studio on, yes. and now there are young black women I used to go men. to that when I was a little girl because my father was retired military up until I became a, a legal adult. That was where I went to the doctor. I yep. went to Fort McPherson in Atlanta, Georgia, as from as long as I can remember through my high school years, you know, until I went off to college. That's where I went to school, Fort wow. McPherson. We would go there for grocery shopping and everything um, to the commissary, everything wow. on the military base. And my mother still can go to a military base because she's a wife of, right. wow. you know, a military person. I can no longer do it. But so I remember that facility so well. And it is huge. And the fact that he has built this studio that are not just for his films, the Walking Dead films yep. there. They did part of Black um, Black Panther there. There's so many movies and television shows that shoot on that studio lot. Yeah. I think and Tyler Perry owned by a black man. I feel like he low-key opened the doors for Atlanta to become like this little he did. mini Hollywood. He definitely, he definitely did. And he also talked about the origins of Madeir, which I thought was really moving mm. when he talked about the black women yes. that he was his raised family. by his family yeah. and that he based these characters on. I thought that was really moving. And also I loved hearing all the doors that he opened for yes. the A-list black women that we now know in Hollywood. Like yes. I've interviewed Taraji and Viola, Viola and all them, Davis. And I've interviewed them for their, for their Tyler Perry roles. Uh, yeah. And it's incredible how, you know, they're very... They're very proud of the roles that they did, and they're not ashamed of that work. Yeah. And like, oftentimes people try and shade Tyler Perry, but the reality is he paid them the money that they were actually deserving in Hollywood. And they yeah. couldn't get other work. And they couldn't get was other what work. what he said. And by I mean, the way, he is underrated as a gospel music writer. If you go back and you look at uh, some of these films that he's done, he's written music for them that is really stunning and mm-hmm. really beautiful. He's actually steeped in the church. Stirring. Because he did all these musicals. Remember, it yes. all started with these musical plays yeah. that he traveled around the country doing. Absolutely. That's where, that's where Medea was born. Didn't yeah. he write Father, Can You Hear Me? Because I remember the year that Father, Can You Hear Me got nominated and so did like Whoop That Trick or something from that oh, other Hustle film. Oh, Hustle, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow. Okay. And, oh, no. and I, well, actually, Father, Can You Hear Me didn't get nominated. Yeah. So that was the year that both of those films came out. Yeah. And I just mm. remember sitting there thinking, the best song from a movie, whether you think that that was the greatest movie, an Oscar worthy or not, that song, Father, Can You Hear Me, is truly, I mean, I have it on my phone. It's one of the greatest gospel songs I've ever heard, at least mm-hmm. modern era. And he doesn't get recognized for stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard out here for a pimp. Was yeah. really... That was the song. No, it was. And it I was, was kind of annoyed that, that that's song. what people who decided was, I was kind of surprised. It was a good maybe song, Maybe I wasn't. Though. But who was in the audience with Tyler Perry to like... Um, you know, celebrate with him. Did I he have a date? You know what? You are always looking for some shit. Some what does that have to do I was with anything? The man well, got I was up. Curious, he like, was who celebrated he came for with. his work. I, I didn't got know an award. You want to talk about who did he come with? Well, because you brought. know what? Okay, I, what I does love that have to the, do. You know what? I love the speech that he talked about crossing, <laughs> helping folks cross over. How he helped. don't try to turn it serious but, now. But I want to get serious because <laughs> I, I did. I was sitting there and I was listening to him talk about. I helped. I helped them cross over. I helped this community cross over. I helped these folks cross over. And I thought, oh my God. There is such a community that Tyler Perry could become the biggest ally of and the almost the face of. And I'm curious, I won't even go there and name, but I'm curious if he if he spends any time thinking about um, the LGBT community. 
What do you mean? <laughs> That's why I wonder. I just, we never fall silent. Can I just say that? We I never. I'm ever just because you know I'm trying to like, you know how you're going with the conversation. It's like, oh yeah, what do you mean? I don't know. I, I just, I've always, think, I've always wanted to see more LGBTQ representation in Tyler in the, Perry's but films. Do you think the reason you don't is because it's so gospel based? Because I know my godmother loves yeah. Tyler Perry because she loves the fact that it's funny, it's comedy, it's comedic, and it's church based. There's always going to yes. be a church service and a pastor. And then the black community. They love the church yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. Do you think that's the reason? They well, they do, more? and that whole LGBTQ aspect of you know our community and the church and the church often yeah. clash. Yeah, no. And I, they all I agree. So is that is that what you're and, saying? And, and the reality is, a lot of the folks that are in Atlanta that are you know a part of the film community that are getting these movies made are on the sets of these movies. Yeah. You know, some of them are actors that are closeted in Tyler Perry films. And I I, I want to see a day where he can get up there and talk about helping our community cross over as yes. well. And um, he, ca- he would have the You better to... give a TED Talk. No, I'm just saying, true. I kept sitting there watching he and I was like, wow, power. man. I'm looking at this at this man who is a giant in our industry and he's sitting there. I didn't see a date next to him. I didn't see the mother of his child. Um, and I kept thinking about he has a child. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a baby. He's a baby boy. I who he is that. very proud of. He's very oh. proud of. And I kept thinking to myself, like, the next frontier is having someone like Tyler Perry be an ambassador for my community, 100%. for the black gay community. But why do you mean that you needed him to have somebody with him? What does that have to do with anything? Um, you know, I just kept standing there, you know, in my living room. So I stood up. I was so mo- I was literally moved by his speech. Yeah. And I've heard there have been tons of, of and I'm going to be very transparent on your podcast because I'm among family. Yes. There have been tons of, of, of rumblings and rumors and, and allegations. And again, they're just allegations because Tyler Perry has never said that he is uh, a gay man. But there have been rumors about, you know, his sexuality and whether he is or whether he's not. Um, that's not for me to decide. But it does. I, I've always sort of pondered the idea of what if, yeah. what if he were and if he were, how huge that would be for us, for yeah. black men like me. Yeah. Um, and, and whether he is or he's not. I would love for him to take a stand for us by including us more in the narratives. of And just for the record, he says that he is not. not. But you know what's interesting about that? Has he been asked that question point blank period recently? Um, I don't know how recently, but I remember when he did that special on Oprah and he talked about being abused. Yep, 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 yep. It's interesting because there are probably two people that have the power to be that kind of an ambassador and have the power to move the community. Barack Obama, who when he changed his mind on, you know, on gay marriage, a lot of black people went with him. Mm -hmm. And Tyler Perry, because he has a unique cultural space. So it would be interesting. And when you were saying that. Can I tell you why mm -hmm. I thought about it really a lot? Because one of the biggest shows for the black uh, LGBT community right now is Pose. Yes. And if you watch the BET Awards, there was no mention of Pose whatsoever. Um, mm. I heard that there was not one cast member or creative of Pose invited to the BET Awards. What? Yes. And so I kept thinking, because Tyler <gasps> really? Perry was at what? the end of the show, I kept thinking about oh Pose Oh my God. Not and, nominated and for anything? Nothing? Not nominated for one thing. And not one person was invited to be a presenter. Not even Billy Porter? Nope. Nobody, Billy Porter no one, is like no everything right now. And I think that BET and, and, and our, our, our awards shows in the black community in a lot of ways, we've left us out. Yeah. You know, we oh, left wow. the black, yeah. gay, trans community, yeah. out, lesbian, everything. Lena Waithe was there. She was and there. I, I loved seeing her there and clapping, but I kept thinking to myself, like, there's there's Well, she's working with BET now. Yes. She's doing the, the remake of Boomerang, the series. Yep. Yep. Okay. She has yep. another project that's coming up. They had... Um, the commercial um, or the promo for her movie, Queen and Slim, okay. um, which looks 
amazing. It looked um, amazing. And by the right? way, I don't know if BET did not put any invites out. The folks on Twitter were talking about it. And someone on oh. Twitter said that no one from Pose was invited. I missed that conversation. Um, I hope that is not the you know case. What's so funny? Well, they I were wonder, nominated. Can you tell me if you've heard the same kind of thing around Amazing Grace? Because, you know, Amazing Grace, which is the amazing, and if you haven't seen it, please yes, see amazing. it. Yes, amazing. I saw Aretha it. Aretha Franklin, my life. 1972 live that. concert yeah. film. And one of the issues around that era was the Reverend James Cleveland yep. and the same kind of rumors around his sexuality, mm-hmm. that there are rumors that that's part of the reason that the film ended up kind of being deep six because there yeah. were a lot of issues around his sexuality. Did they at talk the about time. that in the movie? At all. The movie is just a concert. No, but you see a lot of the choir and in the, the movie. Choir. Like in 2019, you can look and see these men in the 70s are yes. flamboyant and they are probably black gay men. Yeah. Mm. And I think that that was, that was the deep, dirty secret in, in the black church then and now. It's, it's really sad, but even now... You see a lot of these gospel artists. You know, I was watching Kirk Franklin looking at his people behind him. And I was like, yes, Queens. But it's like they still, you know, it's still, it's like sometimes you can. shirt was too tight. Child, I thought his clothes I was, too small. I was, I was, I I was like watching him. and I was thinking, I was in my mind. I like him. I like him a lot. He's a nice him. guy. One of the most nice. powerful, co- potentially closeted gospel queens. Wait, what? In my Did mind. In my say? mind when I was watching. Your I, mind is an interesting place. I know. There's and a lot again, going on guys, in that mind. These are all my own allegations. Keep it going with this. I also kept looking at his face. Is this coming from your mind? No. I was looking at it and I was like, he has had work done he's had and i've interviewed kirk franklin and i'm not shading kirk i'm not knocking it but i interviewed him one-on-one uh for 25 minutes a few years ago and looked at his face and kept looking at it and saying oh my god like that is some work honey like that is some good work like work, what work, do you mean work, work? Work, work. he got work done i was looking I, I literally looked at his face and i could see that he likely got work done like plastic surgery i don't or, know if that's or, on the or face, fillers but, Fillers, fillers and Botox. I could look at it and it's like I could, I could, you know. I'm so bad at pretty. spotting that stuff. We can spot these things, mm-hmm. you know. I was, but again, allegedly, um, in my mind, mm-hmm. I feel so, like he probably got lower. Are time. you saying that that's something that straight men don't do? You know, I think that if we saw more straight men lean into getting it done. Uh, and not shaming the fact that your face is beat because his face was beat at the award show. Uh, Are you, you saying know? he had a, had makeup on? Honey, uh, yes, it was at, beat. It was contoured. Child, it was it was contoured. Okay, he but not just a little powder. I think Jay. it was contoured for the gods. I, I it was, does your TV it was, have color? <laughs> listen, it was contoured for the Lord. I got a black and white. For the gods. still turn with with pliers. On my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have a pliers TV? And there's a there's a hanger, a coat hanger coming out the back. But you know what? The reality is, most men are wearing makeup on TV, whether it's well, on yeah, ESPN yeah. or yeah, anything. No, yes. that, that's not what I'm talking 100%. about. Yeah. I'm not talking no, about I'm, powder. No. What I'm talking about is brows filled out, contour. That's what, uh, that's what my... Mascara, liner. Yes. That's beyond what like uh, most men who are straight on, let's say, an ESPN or, mm-hmm. or someone, you know, mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Gumbel no, on HBO. I don't HBO. think that's necessarily true. I think a lot who more men... Who wears eyeliner? I think more men are wearing eyeliner. I think, I think they are. I think... I was yes. looking. I was looking. Yes. I would like to talk to his makeup Ooh. artist because I was looking at his eyes and he was wearing, um, you know, just liner was it for days. Eyeliner? No, it was it was liner. But you know, like again, nothing's wrong with it. No. Embrace it. Do you? Straight men do it too. Yeah. I think in TV you try to enhance. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make way. a. I'm gonna make a makeup line Who for men for straight men be because nice. they're wearing what? it. Everybody. They're wearing it. I've Some never people will get it. their eyebrows filled in. Yep. Trust yep. and believe. People are wearing body makeup. They do. They even do makeup on their face. They do the whole thing. People do it all. Really? I need you in my life together forever for all time. Whenever we together, I used to tell 
When was the last time you ate a breakfast that you felt good about? Oh, that's right. You do that every morning. Well, I'm not talking about what I would eat, like a sugary cereal, delicious cereal, or something that you just inhale running out the door. I'm talking about like a nourishing, delicious breakfast. When was the last time you did that? This morning. I know that. I often do eat something delicious, but let me tell you. Um, I got this uh, package from Daily Harvest, yes. right? And I thought I was on my game, right? I'm making my smoothies. Yeah. I love my grain bowls in the afternoon. But yeah. let's talk about breakfast. Uh, Daily Harvest sent me this container, right? It's like the size of, you know, like if you buy cereal in the yeah. convenience store, and mm-hmm. you just add milk to it and you have a bowl. So they send you these things. You basically just add coconut water or almond milk or whatever you like to kind of add a little bit to your to your smoothie to yeah. to make it uh, wet and you put stick it in the blender they have in there avocado sometimes they have blueberries different fruits and um, sometimes spinach and things like that you blend it up it makes a, a perfect size cup smoothie for you to make and run out the door you pour it right back in there and the fabulous thing about it is because i too love daily harvest and i gotta tell you you know for me as you know jackie Reed, i do not like to do a lot of work when it comes to cooking food no but you don't this is ready in five minutes which is perfect you get a really good organic fruit and vegetable thing that normally jackie Reed would spend time julienning and creating out of a <laughs> <laughs> out of a fine you know paste from italy or something but it's actually something you can create that's simple and you can make it at home and my favorite thing of all because you know i also do not like to go shopping i know they deliver it to you I don't know how you're delivering it to you i mean and coming to you all your fruits and vegetables your delicious bowls your overnight oats everything stays fresh in your freezer you pop it out you're ready to eat it it's amazing. Yeah, and you can choose from more than 50 nourishing options for any time of the day, ready to blend smoothies, as I mentioned, savory harvest bowls, which is one of my favorite things these days because there's a grain, plenty of vegetables, it's delicious. You can make soups and more. They have so many options, and every single serving cup takes one step to prepare. Just add water Boom. or a plant-based milk <laughs> <laughs> to a smoothie Oat or milk. heat up the harvest bowl. Yeah. And that is it. That's it. And all the ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment, maximum flavor. Uh, if you're OCD like me, you can actually look right on the package. When you open up the cup, you can see all the ingredients. So easy, so delicious. A great way to load up on your fruits and veggies if you're dieting or just trying to eat healthy like me. But it's great because it can be first thing in the morning. It can even be before bed or really anytime you're hungry. I love that. Daily Har- Harvest is the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and vegetables. That's the thing you're getting all this nutrition first thing in the morning before bed or anytime in between. All you got to do, listen, right now you can try Daily Harvest and we got something special for you. Always do. Go to daily-harvest.com and enter the promo code READ this as R E I D this. I don't have to spell this hopefully. To get 3 cups free in your first box. That's promo code READ this for 3 free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com. Happy eating. Yum, yum. Well, People want to look good, especially well, when they're getting older. Yes. I'd love to know what's going on in your mind, Chris, when it comes to Mary J. Blige. Oh, that was... Her performance, let me tell you, because when here's what happened. So they brought her up on stage to give her, Rihanna introduces it, right? There was this crazy video from Puffy, which I will never understand. Can we talk about understand. that really fast? It was Wait, a raggedy-ass commercial. What was that? It was a mess. It was It was like this 30, was it a commercial? It was 30 it was like second this to a minute long of him in front of this high-end car. And like, Wait, are we live? I don't know. In front know. of this high-end oh, okay. car, and he's posing. Do you have a pen? 
and just and it looked crazy. He could have just got on stage and like actually gave a personal what story about Mary J. Blige. That would have been nice. Was that his writer? I almost feel like he wasn't going to come and they filmed that and then he just surprised and showed up and they were like, oh, he's going to air we it, tapes. Now that makes sense. In because my mind, I'm like, he's right there in the audience. But in my mind, that's how it went down. Right. You know I have a whole thing going on in my well, mind. Wait, what was the video? Can you there explain to, to those of us who didn't see the It was like a commercial part? for a video. It was like a commercial for a car. Okay. But they never said it's for a car. It was it, like him in front of a core. Yeah. And it was just like he was all posed up and trying to look all cool and and handsome and 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 it was just and like rich. him talking about Mary J and how great she is. I I, I was confused. It was very confusing. But it was anyways. confusing because it go from that to Rihanna. Yeah. Or I don't know if Rihanna came first or that. And Rihanna who looked looked amazing. amazing. And also, can I just say? She is the wealthiest, the richest uh, female musician right now. Because and, of Fenty. Fenty, but it seems like she also has had this, like, boost of confidence. Like, I feel yeah. like Rihanna used to get in front of crowds, like, at the Grammy Awards, and her speeches were always very short, and you could tell she was nervous. Yeah. And she wasn't really hitting, her, you know, all her words. This girl came care. out looking She's... like a movie star, like a, like a very really wealthy. She did. And you could tell being a businesswoman gives you a confidence that shines. She's, well, the rich, she's one of the richest women in, in, in Hollywood right and now. And look, I, she just launched this incredible fashion line. $600 million she's worth right yeah. now. That, what? Yes, wow. it's insane. Oh, she's, she's incredible. But she comes out, she introduces the, the Mary J. Blige tribute. I'm thinking it's going to be like a tribute tribute. Mary J. Blige comes up, accepts the award. And then goes off stage. And I'm like, okay, they better come correct with this. Who are they going to have? You know, tri- typically with a tribute, people come up and sing your songs, yeah. right? Yeah. Mary J. Blige comes back out with these white glasses, looking incredible, right? Oh, my God. Looking like, like Hair yes. for days, blonde, like blonde, blonde. Right. And then performs her own tribute. Oh, my it God. It was phenomenal. Okay, I'm going to start this live video if you guys Ooh, don't mind. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm just going to go ahead and start live. because, uh, all right, let's see if these wait, people wait. can come in. You lost Facebook. Okay. Oh. Well, I have Facebook. Wait, but can you do it if she's the she? It's needs on my. To it's on my. Because it's on my page. Yeah, but what's the whole? Hello, for? Facebook. How are you doing? <laughs> How you doing? I'm just letting you guys know that I'm here on the set of Read This, Read That. You're listening to Joy behind me. the microphone, and let me Starting flip you live so you can see Facebook broadcast. Cousin Jackie Reed looking fierce and fabulous what? with her yes. pimp cup. Let me take my glasses off. Okay, take your glasses with a pimp cup, and then of course Chris Witherspoon. Oh. Cr- Okay, who is the shadow read? And so we're the just here talking. Read. I'm just letting play you guys cousin. know we're here. So he is uh, our play cousin as well. So just you know, don't mind us. We're just literally we're simulcasting. We're yes. simulcasting. I love this simulcast. right now. So Cheers. you guys just feel free to jump in with any comments, anything you have to say, and um, we will. This will be a little bit of a part of read this, read that this weekend. Yes, they can. They'll actually be able to hear this. They can on the hear recording. it. That'll be interesting. So we were talking about Mary J. Blige. Yes, and her and just how amazing she was. Not, I, I mean. She's accomplished so much and overcome so much yeah. um, in her life and career. And to see her on that stage, Oscar nominated, Golden Globe nominated, I think twice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, and, mm-hmm. you know, so many Grammys to her name and out there performing with the stamina of a 25-year-old. Yes. I mean, and with yeah. her shorts on, she yes. looks incredible. Incredible. You know what's incredible was like also seeing Rihanna, who is this powerhouse right now in business, being there 
and introducing her and then watching Mary J, I kind of had an epiphany. I was like, you know what? She didn't just perform R&B. She literally created a genre of music. And there mm. are very few artists mm. that you can mm. say created a Absolutely. genre of music. The queen of hip-hop soul. But she really, literally, when you see her, no, there's no artist that can really do what Mary does. Well, she does, especially and those before, dance moves. And before Mary came along, there was nobody who was doing that. That's who right. was doing R&B and singing from their <laughs> gut. Like, they're good. Like, she was doing. Or like that, she is, does. that is her dance. That's and they can it. infuse hip-hop into it without coming across like a hip-hop artist. Yes, you, right. better, you better kick. Come on through. No, because you she know created, what? She created a genre of music. And a genre dance. of dance. Yeah. It's true. She created and a genre of music and a genre of dance. That, like people like Total and other groups, they sang and there will be a breakdown by a different hip-hop artist in their song. Mm-hmm. So there'd be a hip-hop mm-hmm. artist in it, but she actually kind of was a hip-hop artist in a lot of ways. Right? Yeah, Her she was music definitely was, hip-hop, was hip-hop soul. Definitely. I almost feel like yeah. she probably said, I don't want nobody to tribute me because nobody can. Like, Ooh, I want to get up there and do that. it. Let me just do I'm it. I want to get up there and do it because... Because like, who would do it? How about the Little Kim moment? Oh, that was fierce. Wait, what? Little, okay, see, look, I missed so much. You, you, you got to go watch what? this. I'm gonna, I have, you have to watch it. Little Kim popped up out of nowhere. Method Man came out. I saw Method Man come out. Little Kim came out looking Oh, actually, I did see that. Yeah, she did look good. All her work has settled in her face. plastic surgery. It's all settled. It's all it looks settled. much so better. It's all settled down. Like, it takes a couple of years. I've and learned. doesn't she have a reality <laughs> show coming out? So it's, she needs hey, to get no. I don't know, but it she's looks such a pretty girl. But I feel like when you first get it done, there's like a lot of swelling and yeah. like post surgery. Because she looks a little like a cat. It doesn't like, take. It doesn't take that long to. But settle. I feel like it settles like a peck. What happens she got is it, no, when you get later, no, it settles in. It doesn't settle in. What happens is it starts to adjust. Oh. What when you get plastic surgery, what should happen is it should just within a matter of six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It should right. it just should it should it should adjust to what you yeah, want. That's yeah. right. Now years from re- years after that, now it's moving. Okay. So maybe you're you're starting to look different from what you intended. Right. Okay. Which is why people end up going back, back under the knife yes. okay. because that's not what it settles into. Is not that's what right. they want. But this hopefully, is a good settle though. It's a good look it's, for her. Listen, I think she's looks always been a beautiful woman. She yes. didn't need it. I never understood yeah. she didn't why need it in the she did place. anything and to the her skin, skin lightening and all the stuff that she did. It was too much. But you know. I love is that regardless of, of 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 the surgery, she always comes out with so much confidence. I've seen her, yes. you know, after the surgeries, well, some of her first appearances at like the BET Fashion Awards yeah. they were having on uh, live, and I was there. And she come the way she comes out, the way the crowd reacts, they love her. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter how she looks. She still gets those reactions. And she's still one of the greatest female MCs of oh, all time. Yeah. Period. Hands down. Done, these these young girls out here, they don't know. Wait, they don't better. Know. <laughs> she she she's really better I mean, than well. Okay, who you gonna compare it to? No, I'm not. Because gonna, to me, she she's the original. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, like, I know. No, seriously, Nicki Minaj is a I great MC. You, you can say Nicki whatever you want. Nicki Minaj is an amazing MC, great you. lyricist. <laughs> and bye bye. Um. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, you listen. No, Lil' Kim is a you great You let it all hang out today, honey. Let it out. <laughs> what's in your mind? Have some more wine. We're going to keep talking about what's going on in that head. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about Eddie Murphy. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. I get Donny all Gale, the Twitter Eddie fights. Murphy, you trying to don't get talk about Do not He was talk. there last yeah, night. I'm just saying. He was there. Johnny Gill. Don't talk about New Edition. Don't talk about nothing bad about New Edition. What do you he, mean he, he came At out? the end of the show. Wasn't he at the end of the show? Did he what? Didn't he, didn't he come out on stage? Oh, on stage. I did not see that. Who were y'all that. referring to? I thought he came out on stage and like performed He did. That's that what song, I was saying. Stop saying. Stop saying. That's what I was saying. Stop Jackie saying Jackie Reed started out. controversy up in the Facebook sorry. Live. You're trying to say, listen. <laughs> he came out on stage. And he looked really old. He was phenomenal. No, he was but phenomenal. But he didn't look young. He, I noticed that. I hey, did notice. Hey, he looked really old. Listen, I have a problem with that. But you know what? That's what sometimes when you don't get work. The, you know the Botox and the filler and everything. This is that's how. Let me, I'm let not me, mad about it. Let it me stop to say this. <laughs> this is how this is how bullying starts. 
No, I'm serious. How do rumors we... get started? <laughs> it's started by the jealous people. <laughs> hey, and you two. Why am I always the adult in the room with you two? Yeah, always the adult. No, but I would, I would, I would fan no, out. No, but listen if to me. Johnny Gill walked out to fan out right now. We've got yes, to stop would. saying about celebrities, people yeah. about people looking old, yeah. people looking fat, That's people true. looking this. I blame Kim Kardashian. I know you're not going to want to hear this, but I blame her. What do you mean? I believe that like the Kardashians have created a toxic. Sort of like this, that mindset did, around that didn't what exist before is. them. Oh come on! I think I think it's become over the past ten years what? even more heightened. I don't think it was quite as there wasn't as expectation look at Naomi to look. Campbell, how beautiful but I don't she think looks! There was all an natural. Expectation to look perfect and, and to not have, have wrinkles waist and, and to. Yeah. I mean, they've they've they they to me are the pirates and the sort of. Uh, reasons why Facetune culture is such a thing now, and well, they, surgery, they use and Botox. Even Kim came out with these like body or shapewear. Yeah. It's like, girl, shapewear does not give the surgery that you've had that done you to had. your body. Like, Correct. let's let's be honest. The shapewear that you're that, that you're selling, called kimono, by the way, which mm, is a Japanese problem. term appropriation. You're selling shapewear. I'm going to make millions from selling this dream, this idea of what you can achieve with your shapewear. And but you meanwhile, you spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands about letting folks cut your body and to fat take transfer. Your ribs out. And fat mm-hmm. transfer. So, anyways, going back to the whole idea <laughs> of what transfer. old looks like, Keeping I think that 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, looking 50 was looking 50. Now it's mm-hmm. like because of the Kardashians, I really got to say, I think that they are a large and part of the reason of this. Now, looking 50 or being 50 and looking 50 is a problem. I don't think so, because I think that there have been so many black women in the public eye who, once they reach 40, 50, look incredible. I think for years and and long before that. So I think there has been this this effort to keep up with black women and how we how we age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's Mm -hmm. why I think that so many of us need to stay away from plastic surgery and things that adjust and alter our looks because we don't have to. You have to do black don't crack. We already I don't think have it does. I, I, don't think that the, I don't think the Kardashians created that. But they have created a very sort of shallow culture that's yeah. all about looks and image and, and to your point, face think, tuning and changing think, your looks. And honestly, I hate I to think say think they blackness. Yeah. I think they capitalized off of that. I yeah. don't think that they created it. I think that they ca- capitalized off of it. I think that they capitalized off of it and they maybe they didn't create it, but they like cultivated it. Yeah. I think that, that it was there, but they cultivated it and they've made millions upon millions off of it in a way that like like Kylie Jenner is a billionaire because she's sold a lip kit that makes your lips look, you know, look massive when she's been getting injections. And also people are now getting injections in her yeah. lips because of Kylie Jenner. And and, and the, the the whole butt, you know, craze that they've and girls out here dying in the streets because they're getting toxic cement put into their butts because the Kardashians have created this sultry, unattainable look. Yep. Um, and, and I think that they've cultivated this mindset that is really damaging to our country, global and, and to the globe, you know, to the world. And can we talk about that? I just have a problem with that. I think I think that people have to take responsibility for their own actions to a certain extent. It's just like blaming the Kardashians for um, you know, driving Lamar Odom crazy or driving Kanye crazy or driving well, all these personal relationships. No, but a lot, a, lot of, a lot of people will say that there's this curse. Um, there's a Kardashian curse. curse. You know, I people need to take responsibility. No, I don't think but it's But you that. have before I on this show. You have before on this show. You show me the light when it comes to that, and I'm really <laughs> proud of you for, like, really. <laughs> no, honestly, when people talk, I listen. You guys, I might say things, but if somebody really makes me see a light, I will open my my eyes and, right. and take it in. And you gave me that light, and because, I took it in. Well, but it's, a, it's, the same thing, it's the same thing as saying, though, that Instagram or Snapchat is responsible for this same culture of selfies and of, you know, all these. Um, the, the Kardashians didn't create these. Um, 
um, these apps that will face tune wait, and all wait, that Jackie, kind of stuff. They didn't create the apps, but they have driven the culture. They the, have. the culture of selfies so. and, of, and of sort of and of appropriation and I, a perfection and, and the perfection. And of I think they're definitely. I think they're beauty. definitely a part of that, but I don't think that they created they it. Popularized. They, they popularized it. Yeah, definitely. And they made money on. But I also think that being a celebrity, looking a particular way, has been something that that women in this country have always, you know, strived for. I don't think that that's anything new. I think what you're saying is true. The Kardashians may have heightened it, but I don't think that they created it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they took something and just created it from scratch. I think that they capitalized on something that's already existed. But they're also, in a lot of ways, they, main, they're they used, made it mainstream. They made though. it mainstream, and also they capitalized on things that Black women have been doing for decades. Now and that I will, that I will, that I will say, yes, mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. The appropriation. And, and Black women yeah. weren't out here getting butt shots at all. Like, black women just have butt no, exactly. you know, for the most part. And then yeah. they and now and Black Jennifer women Lopez, are doing that. Yeah. Well, and Jennifer Lopez and they sort of got credit by the culture for being the people who promulgated the big booty when it's like I'm sorry but black women have had big booties for like ever so you think celebrities out there that are getting butt injections or butt alterations are doing it because of the Kardashians I think they just popularized it I think they they, people saw (gasps) but that means that they're doing it because of them well because they're popularizing and also they're setting a standard but is it success so Nicki Minaj that's how you make it Nicki Minaj is her own sui generis. Like, she's also black, so she doesn't have to capitalize on black culture. No, but what I'm she saying is, is are you saying that women out there are altering their physiques, black women, because so they can be more like the Kardashians? I think some are. Yeah. Because I think people see how successful they are, and you would, you want to attain the success, right? Yeah, and, and I the would beauty. Say, I would go beyond the butt. I think the butt thing was like three or four years ago. I think a lot of folks are still, you know, uh, you know they're, they're, they're being a lot more smarter about how they're navigating that sort of surgery. But I think the face... And, and and the idea of having like no wrinkles and you know just this perfect skin face. idea yeah. and the lips and all that I yeah. really think the Kardashians took that to a whole new level they popularized it um, even the idea of, of white girls having full lips large and most times you're not going to have that unless you go right. and get lip injections and, and you're going to look more like a black woman J-Lo you think is copying after the Kardashians too? No no she came before the Kardashians remember her no, thing was before the Kardashians this is what I'm yeah. saying she so did the Kardashians and invent by the way, it I don't think or the not? J-Lo you know, the media made it. and the culture did it I don't say they did it because like they take a, they took advantage of a culture they the capitalized media wanted, on it they, they made money off yeah. of it they made but I don't think so we're mad at them for making money? No, I don't think I don't think J Lo made it quite as extreme. I'm more mad at them for really taking it to like this this heightened level and like this next level of 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 just utilizing these procedures and surgeries. Um yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not interrupting. Do you want me to hold that while you sign? Um would okay. that make your life easier? It would make my life easier. I'm trying to use one hand. Wait, wait. Because I have like only like ten can, more minutes to talk. sign everything. You can also sign. Oh, okay. So we can sign. We can. I can sign off of there. Yeah. Okay, sign off. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let yeah, everybody gonna let go. go. Yeah. You want to tell everybody you can go? Yeah. Back? All right. All right. I'm out of here. You've done enough. <laughs> you've, you've had enough. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I mean, I. I'm not like the the ultimate defender of the Kardashians. I just don't like. I don't like the appropriation. I yeah. agree with you on that. But I also don't like people blaming them for you know choices that women in society yeah. make. I yeah. just don't. I think no, that I we have to take responsibility. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're going to go and pay 
uh, two fifty to somebody in a hotel room to put silicone, you know, or cement in your ass injections. If you're going to do that, then you got to take responsibility. You do, for, but there's for making also that cultural leadership, and there are people who, especially with young women, but why follow you are, those people? Where people do young girls, young women do? They just do. Yeah. Whoever's hot, yeah. people will follow them and do whatever they want. And if you know that you have that kind of cultural power, you can do with it whatever you want. Like yeah. I adore Whitney Houston, and my heart is broken over the fact that Whitney is dead because she abused cocaine and heroin and possibly or actually she did crack. Um, <laughs> crack is, crack is I don't whack. know who popularized and created She crack. didn't because remember she was know. not pushing that But, but you think artist. more people did crack th- because of her? But what I'm saying is I think that well, I, I I do know that like she used it, and a lot of stars used a lot of people that I know, right. you know have used drugs, and they I've watched them kind of decline. I think that the Kardashians have almost created this culture that is like a drug, you know, or or, or, or they've sort of curated this culture, this ideal hmm. of perfection that is almost like a drug. And I feel like because I can point to right now who were the ones that kind of created. I don't know who created cocaine or any of those other highs you can get. Yeah. But I can, I'm alive. I'm 37 now. And I'm able to look at them and like, they're my peers. You know, right. we're on the same age. And I remember what it was like before they became popular. Yeah. Right. And then how they took it to this next level and how my friends and folks around me began trying to achieve these goals and get this high. This this high that was almost like a hit, you yeah. know? And can so, I just take Whitney out of that? Because one thing I will give Whitney Houston, she had a mask of perfection that had nothing to do with her drug culture. Yep. She wasn't like, selling drug culture. There were a lot of rock and roll stars and artists, the Rolling Stones and others, who were actually kind of also selling yeah. a drugged out culture that people picked oh, up no. on. Oh, no, and but I wasn't was saying, hidden. no, I'm not hers saying her hidden. culture, she created it, that she sold a culture. I'm saying I'm angry she at who created it, yeah. who created this drug that she yeah. was using. That's right. I almost feel like I'm able to look and watch and I'm like, mm, I know who made this drug. Like, right. I can I, I, I can look at y'all in y'all's kitchen. You guys have created, even this body paint that, that Kim came out with, yeah. this makeup, this body makeup, that is, that is, sick. It's toxic. It's sick to think about these young girls out here thinking that their skin, their body skin isn't, isn't, isn't good beautiful. Yeah. She's talking about eczema. Girl, it's not to cover up no. eczema. No. You were trying to create these this flawless ideology yeah. that is like a what drug. What is it, like a body makeup? I it's haven't a, seen watch it. Watch the, the, the commercial. I'll pull it up now so you can see it on Twitter. It's, okay. it's so upsetting. And it and when you watch her painting or the person is painting these bodies, what are you painting abs on or muscles? No, you're painting like the skin to on make your perfect arms. Skin. And you know that women are going to use it to get legs. lighter, to um, get lighter complexion. Oh, is it to cover up blemishes? Way. It's just to paint your body to perfection. So she claims. It but is, I mean, I'm saying, is it to cover up blemishes? It probably could. Maybe yeah. you can cover up tattoos you don't want to show. But it's just if you have an uneven skin, you can just make your skin like sort of flawless and even. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just think the, uh, the idea. Well, Do you know how many body... people walk the red carpet? and put, I mean, every day when I go on TV, I'll put some <laughs> my legs look like I shoot uh, needles into them. I would rather cover my legs up with a little body something just to make them not look so crazy. My elbows are so black, man. It looks like I got eyes on my elbows. But, I want to cover that but, up. But who said that's bad? I, I don't fine. like it. It's just like, listen. Look, this is the commercial. So it's body yeah, makeup. See. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's body makeup. Wait. It's this, it's this, it's this young gal getting all made up. Notice her skin is turning darker from it too. Oh, so it's like a way. So, it's a way to do blackface. So is it self tanning? No, it it's is. Just, it's it just is, makeup that makes you it's darker. Cover up. It's makeup that Yo, makes you oh the high cellulite. The high. Talk to Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil came for Kim Kardashian and got really what angry over it. I don't have the exact quote here, but she talked about how. This is toxic. To cover like, up to cellulite? Cover, to cover up cellulite and to make people think you have to cover it up. Like that, 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 that having a stretch mark here or a stretch mark there isn't, isn't 
beautiful. You know, I don't. What, but, what's uh, wrong but with that? It's because society doesn't teach you that those things are beautiful. Well, I mean, can we change okay, that? no. L- okay, let me ask you a question. Um, would you take off your shirt right now and walk just down the street with your abs out? What are you trying to say, Jackie? I'm just <laughs> asking. No, would you? I'm not there right now. I'm not there where, right now. Where are you? I would wear a tank top, though. But see, what I'm saying is you want your abs I'm to like be a 10, certain way. I'm like 10, pounds over. You want, you want, your, abs, <laughs> you want your abs to, to look a certain way before you have your abs out, right? Yeah, yeah. So how is that any different from someone wanting to cover up something that they don't think is perfect yet? What's the difference between you keeping a shirt over your abs? And I understand professionally you don't want to yeah. walk around. But you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with wanting to present your best? I think that, like, our arms and, like, certain parts of your body that we now, the society has accepted as, like, showing your legs, showing yeah. your, showing your, you know, if a woman, if you're wearing a sleeveless dress, showing yeah. your sleeveless arms. I don't think that's bad. So, like, Joanne, I don't, think we should be I don't so know if you have varicose veins in, your, in the I back don't. of your legs. If you did, would yeah. you just kind of just show no, them? No, and, and I have the same thing as you because I was a tomboy, so I have, like, little scars and marks on my knees. And I, I can understand, Do you wear like, Spanx? I do. I do too. I do wear Spanx. I don't want my rolls rolling out of my dresses. How is how is this? Come on, you guys. How is body paint different? You know than what Spanx? I'm having. I like I said, you guys. Jackie as long as opens it doesn't change, yeah. See the I light. think as long as it so doesn't maybe, change your maybe, complexion, maybe it's the, fine. the more that you're saying this, I might be. I might be coming to terms with, but I don't want to see young girls. I don't want to, if and I'm going to have a daughter one day. I don't want to see her mm-hmm. telling me, Daddy, I want to go to get, get my surgery. or get my skin airbrushed for prom right. because right. my arms aren't pretty or my legs. I will cry. I will cry. Yeah. You know, and that the reality is the girls that are buying this makeup aren't women that are my that age. Are They're women that are 16 and 17. But see, then they need a parent and like I don't, you. But the they reality need, is they don't, these but parents they don't all have stop that. them. But the, the parents aren't stopping 16-year-old girls from getting That's Kylie's right. lip And a lot of the parents, the parents are doing aren't it too. Stopping and the moms their, are doing it too. Their beautiful 16-year-old daughters going to prom from getting makeup to cover their legs and their yeah. arms at 16 because they want to have perfect skin like a Kardashian. I get, but it's not just like a Kardashian. It's just like, listen. But the Kardashians are who's making this makeup and popularizing it and selling it and and on, on there are so many things out there that that women are using self tanners, things to tan but, their but don't legs you up. Think that's, that's existed all forever. Toxic, and that women are being placed to a standard that's so unrealistic. Yes. I think, and, this, and it's all—it's not just the Kardashians. I, yes, but the thing is, they. It, thank you. For it you, is it's not, not just, just the Kardashians. To answer your question, I don't really have a problem walking down the streets. I'm not a woman. I wouldn't care about my body like that because I think women again have an unrealistic sure. standard. Yeah. As a man, people won't care if I don't got the perfect six pack. I got two. I got like two. Like a two pack. Yeah, but would but but would you feel comfortable doing it, or would you rather give yourself a good six months in the gym to get it to <laughs> yes. a point where you want everybody? Listen, I all would, I'm would, saying would, is would. everybody. Again, once you bring children into the equation, I think it's a different thing because but that's their base. That's their base. Their base is teenage girls. Then that I have a problem with. I don't like Thank children you. feeling Jackie, that way. Reed, say it again. I do have a problem <laughs> with children. Um, and that's their getting base. involved in there. That's who loves being the involved in the Kardashian. But then that's product. But mind. that's why you have to love someone like Lizzo so much. Oh, yeah. because she, is she embraces <sighs> who she, who she is, yeah. cellulite and all. And I, I love her. Can I tell you, my, and she plays my, the flute, which the is moment amazing. that made me cry. Almost cried this week. My son. He watched snippets of the BET Awards that I, I let him watch little <laughs> snippets, and he he loves award shows, and he wanted to watch Lizzo. He's a big fan of Lizzo, mm-hmm. but he never really told me why. And so he watched the BET Awards on Tuesday, and on Wednesday was his last day of school, and he was walking down the street, and he said to me, "You know, Daddy, um, why do people say fat people are ugly?" And I was like, "They do." And he was like, yeah, people say, you know, in school, and I've heard people say fat people aren't pretty, they're not ugly. He was like, 
Lizzo's uh, fat and she's beautiful. People should stop saying that. And I was like, That's you wonderful. know what, Andres? She is a bigger girl. We don't want to use the word fat. I don't believe in us using that word in our home, so let's stop using that word fat. But she is plus size. She's a bigger girl. And I'm glad that you think she's beautiful. And I'm glad that you now know that there people of all sizes are beautiful. Yeah. And I, love I think that. that Lizzo, for a seven-year-old kid to see that Lizzo was really big and bigger than what he's ever seen from like a pop star, but that she's talented and that he said she's beautiful and mm-hmm, that he thinks yeah. she's gorgeous. That that broke my, I wanted to cry. Well, remember because, back in our day, nice. Martha Wash voiced all these hit songs. Yes. But the, the producers wouldn't let her be in the music videos because she's Or the cover of the album sometimes. Or the cover of the album. Yep. They, would, they hired European skinny models to be in the music videos, to mouth her songs. And so you had all these incredible songs where it's Martha Wash's voice, every you know, everybody dance now. All mm-hmm. these songs people know, especially house music. Yeah. And she's singing all the songs, but she was never seen because and they thought she know, was too big. Lizzo's about to make a lot of money if she one allows her managers to get her beauty brand deals because I think mm. she just landed one. She just landed she's one so national beautiful. beauty brand wow. deal. But I think beyond that, she's gonna be in this film with Cardi B and J Lo, this she stripper is. film. Yep. So she'll be walking red carpets and probably okay. at, she like, was some at the she shows. was at the Met Gala. Oh, this year. Totally. This is like the year of Lizzo. Oh, and I think that if the right designers, you know, embrace her and yeah. think about it, we never have really. And can seen I tell you who I think will we'll jump on it? Yeah, but they don't dress. know how to do it. They oh, no. would have to bring One in of them a whole does. staff. Christian nope, Seriano. Nope. Christian is Seriano. No, Christian Seriano he does, gets it. But if you watch Project Runway this season, when he was the Tim Gunn, the if Tim you will, Wright. the mentor in the background. So those designers that they had competing on that, they had challenges when it came to, to dressing yes. plus size women. Absolutely. And it is just something that a lot of designers or people that are in fashion school and learning they don't that's not who they're aiming to right who don't exist right you know what's sad i'm from a small town in ohio youngstown near warren ohio yeah i'm I'm from the warren youngstown area and what's crazy is like we are the vote with the voters that really oftentimes sway the vote you know youngstown pittsburgh Um, and well, you mean you sway everyone, it to the right, right? I would say 75% <laughs> yes. of the women there shop at Lane Bryant. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's no shade to them, but the reality is they that, that, that that's what you see in a lot, a lot of this country yeah. are women that, that are... That are bigger. That are bigger. Yeah. And nothing's yeah. wrong. The, the, the average is 12. Is it 12 or 14? I think, I think it's, it's a 12. <laughs> I think, <laughs> they're no, close. I think it's 14. It, but that's the average size yeah. of, of women across yeah. America. Absolutely. Although most women aspire they be to six. be a six. Yeah. You know, or four or something like six. that. It was a long time ago. <laughs> and I heard also in London now there's an obesity epidemic apparently. In, oh, in, absolutely. In London, there's an absolutely. obesity epidemic. Like, yeah. Well, you know. You know, they're eating American food. Is that what it is? McDonald's. Well, that's why I mean, we need when, vegan food. Because you will just be your healthy best inside. You'll look great on the outside. I gained your skin weight will trying go. to be a vegan, Miss Because Jackie. you don't know how to eat vegan food. I don't food. have time to create You're a gourmet meal. You're probably eating all carbs. I <laughs> used a <laughs> <I> microwave. <laughs> Yes. And food I don't have time store. to Julianne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. If you can sign 60 books in a sitting, yes. you can cut some carrots <laughs> and microwave some rice. They have a pouch. Oh my you don't God. even have to boil it. It takes one minute. I mean, come on. Let's cut some vegetables, put it in the rice, put it in a microwave, slap some soy sauce on it, some sriracha. You got a meal. <laughs> I signed all these. I love it. Huh? You can talk. Wait, what, what? if you can talk? We can hear you. Say. Calm down. Uh, we, I just texted you what I wanted to say. 
Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I got a tech. I got a tech. They know, you know we're incoming, doing this. Incoming, Joy, incoming. While, you, while you read that, though. I didn't get it. Can I just say it? My book arrived yesterday. Yeah. The, the man who sold I America. I still didn't get mine, and I hope there's a copy in Joy's I got it in 24 purse. hours. No, I have copies for each of you. And can I tell you something, though? Andres, my son, he, he looked at the book. He opened it with me. And he said to me, he was like, this he is about Donald teach- Trump. You know what he said? He was like, Joy's going to go to jail. And I said, no, Andres, you don't go to jail. He was like, but Donald Trump will put you in jail if you talk bad about him. And I was like, no, he's not going to go to jail. But can I just tell you, though, when he said that, I I also thought to myself, you are so brave because you are on the air on the weekend. This is the most powerful man in this country. I'm so proud of you. He's the president of the United States. But can I tell you who is brave? And I'm just going to tell you really quickly. I know we're out of time. I'll tell you who I said the exact same thing to this week was E. Jean Carroll. Love her. We talked about this earlier. I didn't know who she was before. I didn't know about the L. Advice Ask column. E. Jean. Ask E. Jean. She mm-hmm. was on this weekend on the show, and I interviewed her about her allegations that I Donald watched. Trump raped her inside a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. And I said to her before this show, I said, you know, you're brave because a lot of women, he has had 22 accusers, including his first wife, who initially accused him of rape and then took it back. She's the only one who's done it while he's president. Wow. And that's mm-hmm. very brave. Yeah. He has that the is power, true. You're right, right now that he's president. Yeah. She's and she doing said it. there were friends of hers at the time, fellow journalists, who told her one said don't tell. That's right. The other one told her to said, go on and forward two and tell. Of the, those two women are now live in interviews in the New York Times. But I'll be honest, there are a lot of journalists that have come out and spoken out about Donald Trump. But you wrote a book to take him down, Joy. And I got to say, that, that is brave. That is badass. That is Okay. Truly, the heroine of the resistance is Joy Reid. Well, so, thank you. I agree with you. you. So Bravo. I just want to say, um, we've been we've been doing the podcast today. And by the way, I signed. I don't know if I signed sixty books, but I, I, we're going to have sixty books available if you go to it's Premier. Not 59. It's, it's fifty-nine. <laughs> it's fifty-nine. Uh, and we have 9. sixty signed autograph books available at PremierCollectibles.com/slash/read. PremierCollectibles.com/slash/read. That's where you can get the books we signed during the podcast. Nice. So you can you can get them on that website. I might get another one. I might go on the wine and buy another one. I... Put a read kid through college. Yes. Buy a man who sold America. <laughs> no, really. I, I, to be honest with you, it was a difficult book to write because Donald Trump is a difficult president to cover. Plus, it was hard to figure out where you're going to end the book because every day there's something More new. More kept happening. And the thing is, the reality is the, the bad news is that everyone I interviewed for the book, it was pretty clear that it's going to be very hard to recover. If you could ask him yeah. one question, if you could, if, one, if you could have him on your show, would you have uh, him on your show? And two, I what would. would be the one question you would ask? Like the most important question you would ask him? The most important question to ask Donald Trump. After writing a book about how he If it was one country. question. Yeah. That you could ask him like at a press conference or something. If you were in the press oh, room. Oh, God. There's so, I mean, this I might be like, hard. I know. You, 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 if you, it's difficult. Listen, though. If you're, he doesn't answer. That, he lies. That way you're dealing with pressure. If you're in the room with all these reporters, right, and you're shouting out questions, and you got one question to ask, and he's going to answer it. Yeah. What would you ask? One question I wouldn't ask him, which I think would be very revelatory about his character, is say, as I would ask him... Why wouldn't you let black people move into your buildings? Mm. What was it about them that made you uncomfortable having black people live in Trump properties? And that's in your book? Um, I talk about it in the book. He literally, he and his dad got sued by the Nixon administration. It was settled during the Ford administration for discrimination. Or I would ask him, because people have asked him, will you apologize to the Central Park Five? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's the joy. But but he's already said he won't, right? He's not going to apologize to them, Mm -hmm. right? But I, I would, I mean, I guess people probably want to know is, you know, what is it about black and brown people that bothers you? Yeah, I would hold up a picture of that father and his daughter that drowned. Yeah, what is it about the people who look like this that bother that you? That bother you. What? Just tell us. What yeah. is it about black and brown people that bothers you? But don't you know the answer to that? 
He'll say nothing. Say? I love him. Black unemployment is the lowest it's ever been. He wouldn't. The problem with Donald Trump. What do you have to lose? But you he would have answer. him on. You, you would have him 100%. on hundred percent. But if I had yeah. him on the show, I wouldn't even ask him questions like that because I know he wouldn't answer and I know he would lie. Yeah. I would ask him things like, uh, Mr. President, what is the First Amendment? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, what does DOJ stand joy. for? I would just pop quiz him. Because oh if you God. ask him existential questions, he's not a deep thinker, and I don't think he could answer them. But I would ask him. I would say, what's the Fifth Amendment? <laughs> what's in the Thirteenth Amendment? Wow. Mm. Right? Mm. What, what year was this country formed? What was what was the cause of World War Two? What was wow. the, what was World War Two about? What was World War One about? Mm. Where is Vietnam on a map? I'm going to show you a map, Mr. President. Stop it. Point to Vietnam. <laughs> Point to Iraq. I just want to know his general knowledge. Yeah. Can I just say I was I can listening see to Russia Tom Joyner. From my house. Jackie Reed now has me listening to Tom Joyner Morning Show whenever I can, and I was listening to it on Wednesday, Wednesday yesterday. And Al Sharpton was on, mm. and a woman on the show, I don't know her name, I'm totally Sybil bad with names. Sybil co-host? Yes, co-host, was talking to Al Sharpton and saying, why is there no black woman on the NBC News panel for the debates? And Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton jumped in, and I, I am not, a, I am not uh, on contract with NBC News, so I can say this. And he jumped in and he said that, you know, Joy Reid should be on that panel. That Joy Reid is 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 the person, and I just want to say that Joy, you are one of the. Can I tell you, you what I love about you is you are one. You are um, you are one of the most brilliant political minds. One of the most brilliant political minds, but also I think. I one love that Al Sharpton said. Reverend Sharpton is an ordained minister. Hey, how much Yes. But no, I don't want you to answer. All I wanted to say was that I I, I do really value that you really are one of the, the, the sort of premier voices uh, for black women in, in, in the political space and able to advocate black women issues. And I loved watching you last night on MSNBC. Thank you. And I I look forward to seeing you because I'm, I'm going to manifest this. I look forward to seeing you moderate a debate. Oh, hey. Um, Come through, Jesus. I really, truly really believe that it can, it can happen. And Come I want to see you sit down with our, our, our next president. Yeah. I, you know, and the, the, here's the fun thing about it is I might have actually met. The thing that's great about this job is I might have met the next president, right? All of these Wow. 473 people running. You've one interviewed them, them all, right? Yeah, wow. one of them could be president. And that's kind of deep when you talk to them and you realize this person could be. I remember interviewing Barack Obama in 2007. And I believed at the time I was one of the few people in my circle that you believed You felt he could it win. in your bones? I felt like he could win because I knew that whoever got the nomination for the Democratic Party was going to win because people were so disgusted with George W. Bush. I don't think anybody can beat Trump. It's going to be very hard. I'm just gonna I think it's just going to be. I hate to hard. say that. It breaks my heart to say it. It's gonna be and I hate hard. to sound like I don't have any hope. But yeah. this man just gets away with everything, everything. And the people that support him just don't seem to give a flying. Yeah. It's you know gonna what I'm be saying? Very, it it's going to be really hard. It's hard to unseat a sitting president. Wait in the water. <laughs> This is where you take the, the choir rows. Wait in the water, God's going to trouble the waters. <laughs> the water. I need me a prayer cloth. Can I borrow you? My name <laughs> in yes. the water. Jackie is now doing it. Wait in the water. Liturgical dance by Jackie. <laughs> the water. The water. <laughs> Chair dance. African chair dance. 
Oh my God! Well, this has been amazing. So it's great having you here. We always love having Chris here. Listen, we I, do. I love coming it's here and home. giving my thoughts and yes. looking at my mind. We'll get you a pimp cup next time. Too. I'm down for it. You I'm know what we it. should do next? What's that? What's that? We should all live tweet together with the next episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my because God. now we've dealt with the episode with Tristan. Yes. <laughs> That, that's that. y'all thing. Y'all go ahead. I don't watch that. Y'all show. go ahead. I don't watch yeah, that. I'll show. pretend that I do. I don't watch it. Do. You can live tweet that by yourself. Listen, they and talked then, about Kanye in church last oh week. Oh, God. Oh, my God. God. All right. I guess this means we're supposed to bring things to a close. I think that's So you end. can go get ready for the debate. I'm going to go get ready for the debate. Uh, I'm going to sign the rest of these books. Please uh, go to Premier Collectibles.com slash read and get yourself a copy of the book that's already signed. Yay. Got my name on it. So. And thank you all for uh, listening to another episode of Read This, Read That. We love you guys. Please tell your friends to subscribe. Help make our podcast number one. Subscribe. We're so close. And so rate. close. So Sub- close. Subscribe and rate. That really yes. helps too. Yes. 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 Rate. Write a comment. Let yes. us hear from you. Rate Five our podcast. Follow us on social media at R-E-I-D this, R-E-I-D that. And if you're not going to rate us five stars, accidentally drop your phone. <laughs> we won't. We won't just tell. give us five stars. Give us five stars. You we know, deserve it. And of course, um, if you're not listening to read this, read that. And why wouldn't you be? You can catch Jackie Reed on the Tom Joyner Morning Show oh, oh, Tuesday oh. and Friday. Every Tuesday and Friday at eight fifteen a.m. New York oh, Live is in the New York area Monday through Friday at eleven thirty a.m. Jackie has all the celebrities on. I mean, come on now, mm-hmm. all the celebrities. The Hub today in Boston at twelve thirty mm-hmm. p.m. You can Show also do. catch Jackie Reed on Serious Progress and well. on every Saturday at two p.m. She's on. Saturday Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern. She's on Sunday at 9. Well. She's on Sunday at 9 a.m. Not 9 p.m., but 9 a.m. Because Jackie has a lot of jobs. Jackie's not Jamaican, <laughs> but Jackie works like a Jamaican. She has a lot of jobs. Huh. She loves to work hard huh. because she is a reed. Huh. She might be Jamaican on her mama's side Ooh. or maybe huh. her daddy's side because that's the reed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And let me tell you who I'm going to have on this week Please. on Inside Her Story on Sirius. Tell us, Jackie. <laughs> <S-D>. <laughs> She's a singer-songwriter. You might know her from the black girl from Pitch Perfect singing those beautiful songs. But did you know she was a songwriter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell well, Reed. I'm bringing me a full fledged tambourine. I am bringing me a full fledged tambourine. I'm going to have series. bruises on my body XM. from beating it all Progress. over my this weekend. The doors of the church are open. Right, we're going to church. We're I'll walk with you. Come on. Mm. We'll be taking up a collection at the end of the mm. podcast. Mm. Mm. All right, you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>